Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. to this week's Man on the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, as ever, I've got Jesse. Hi, Chris. Hi, Scott. How you doing? Oh, what's Scott as well, by the sounds of it? <laughs> Sorry, I, I gave it away. <laughs> Jump, jumped in two foot in. Scott's like crewing. Go on. Like a Diego Costa challenge. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and we've got Ross as well, haven't we, Jesse? Oh, um, yep. Wrestling. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> No, Ross, Ross leads. Oh, I thought you said Ryan, sorry. No. Oh, Ryan's, Ryan's a little higher. Go squeaky on that one. Oh, I can't do squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both editing, so let's see if they edit this out. Right. What we're going to talk about this week, because it's a bit of sort of a dirt week at the start of the season, but we're going to talk about the Champions League qualifications, Carabao Cup, European Super Cup, uh, other bits and bobs, and the Premier League. So, but I'm going to start off because I listened to a podcast this week um, that talked about various sort of different bits and bobs it talked about the blitz and I heard something that I've never ever heard before but it's amazing the total amount of ordnance that the Germans dropped on London during the blitz would equate to 98 blue whales wow now imagine looking up and seeing those landing on you has anybody read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yes does it the does that remind you a little bit of looking up and seeing the whale and the bowl of petunias dropping down on your head? <laughs> Indeed. So, go on then, guys. What's your two outstanding pieces of trivia? Can you come to me at the end? That's all right. Oh. Ladies <laughs> first. <laughs> Age before beauty, Scott. I, um, I don't even know if I have trivial trivia. Um, our country's really young. We don't really have history. It could be anything. Or a made-up thing, because I once managed to convince a friend that uh, monkey milk tasted a banana milkshake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll give you one that I just thought of, and you won't know. Um, oh, Coxsackie is hand and mouth disease. This is more like a public service announcement <laughs> from a free school teacher at Coxsackie, and it... Um, lives in still any small bumps on you or your small child's oh, palms or feet, go to the pediatrician and, you know, that's check. Summertime yeah. thing. Good job. There you go, everyone. Scott. I have Scott, not... Scott, make it better. I have not got one at the moment. Where are we at the end? He should yeah. have come to me at the end because I just yeah. talked about cooking. I thought you said Coxsackie as a Nazi. I was wondering oh where you were going. Oh, there's one. And Coxsackie is named after a Pennsylvania town, as is Lyme for Lyme disease. Oh. Lyme, is that okay? That, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's Lyme horrible. For Lyme disease. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, right, well, let's talk about the Champions League then. Um, because Celtic played it this week and lost 2 1 on the night to AEK Athens and 3 2 on Aggregate, which means they got the Champions League, which isn't very good for a team like Celtic. Oh, it's not very no. good for any team, is it? No. No, that's pretty, I mean, is that their season over? They've still got the league and maybe yeah. the potential of the Europa League. I mean, the league's a given, though, isn't it, Scott? Well, they did lose to Hearts last weekend. Kyle Lafferty scored, um, I think it's his fourth in the fourth, and I've seen Benjamin Rogers uh, not liking one of his players at the moment in Boyata, so yeah. he's a bit, he's, I think he's, is he angling for a move away? He, Something like that. I think he thinks there's a move, and I've heard Fulham, um, we thought there was a move to Fulham, and I think maybe he wants to move somewhere else, but uh, Brendan Rogers is digging his heels in, and to be fair, it's not like, Edric Boyata is Fabio Cannavaro, is it? So it's not like oh, there's a load of people falling over themselves to buy him. So no. Also, it, how many players can Fulham... Well, they can at this point, but Fulham was already tapped out. Yeah. yeah. If if he, if he if there was a move, he'd have to go to Europe, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Italian window closes tomorrow. I think the Spanish one closes at the end of the month. But if, if not, he probably could, could go to China, where the money is. But he probably won't. Well, it's been a bad week for Brendan Rodgers. You mentioned that loss to Hearts on Saturday. He's had a bit of a dig at the Celtic board as well, hasn't he? For not providing him with mm. adequate funds. Do you reckon he's justified in that? Well, they've only... What was it? They signed three players and Rangers signed ten, I think it is, or something down that line. So, yeah. Um, if you want to com- be competitive in three competitions, I know one is pretty much a given because they've won eight in a row I think it is or maybe seven so I can see why Brendan is a bit justified for that because if you see his cross down rivals in Gerard spending quite a bit of money and bringing quite a bit of quality into his side okay I mean alternatively you could say none that's yeah. an option well it's, it's like been... someone in, <laughs> you know who, who may play in London whose ground uh-huh. may not be yeah. ready uh, yeah but I mean you could just you could play anywhere at this point, right? Like, you who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, is that Unai Embry? Have you got a, sp- a pitch for you? Yeah. You can play <laughs> well, there, I did hear something early, because I know Spurs have got Man City in late October, and that's when the new White Hart Lane Stadium is supposed to be done by. But Wembley's got, like, an NFL game going on that day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think they don't want to play at Twickenham, because rugby fans and get a bit iffy about that so you could get a phone call hi emirates um you got, <laughs> you got a spare pitch yeah but here's the thing about um american football it's the wrong football it's just it's like what rights do they have plus didn't you guys stage a whole big protest against us a while back there was a big balloon i seem to recall oh yes that wasn't against anything nfl wise there was it yeah, but like, come on, get it together, kick us out again. <laughs> I did it once, you can do it again. Well, unfortunately, the guy that owns Wembley also owns a uh, NFL team as well. Yeah, and, yeah. And Fulham. Exactly. <laughs> uh, right, Celtic now dropped down to the third round of the Europa League, where they play uh, either uh, Spartak's Yamala of Latvia or Lithuania's Sadova uh, Marjamopol. So I'll pass over to Jesse Loesch, our Baltic um, football expert, to give us the lowdown on those teams. Yes. Um, they are both teams. Are they any good? Uh, 
in the Baltics. And if you had given me a little more time, I could have WhatsApped Kirsten for some information. The Baltics aren't the Balkans, um, I know, but she traveled there. Come on now. Um, Wikipedia is a lovely thing. I can't thing. even... Get, just get back, Scott. Didn't you have some <laughs> trivia for us? No, no, no. My dad did make this mistake earlier on this year. He did tell me he was going to take my mum uh, and nip in a caravan to the Balkans for three months. And I did say whereabouts, and he said Estonia. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So I know that Scott wants to tell us a little bit about <laughs> his... Scott, what's your middle name? Jack. Okay, and... Um, you're not a Baltic expert in football, are you? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I'm really not. Should we move on to the Carabao Cup instead? Yes. Okay. I apologize, Baltic friends of the pod. <laughs> well, you can tweet at Jesse Loesch should you be one of them. Uh, well, look, the Carabao Cup on Tuesday, there were many a game played. Uh, I highlighted Leeds 2 Bolton 1 because um, Ross uh, is a Leeds fan. How do you think they got on, Ross? Bielsa. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to know, isn't it? Uh, Exeter won Ipswich 1 Exeter won 4-2 on penalties Bristol City nil Plymouth 1 in the sort of southwest M5 derby uh, Port Vale nil Lincoln 4 I mentioned that because our very own James Rowe has interviewed Danny Cowley this week um, Middlesbrough 3 Notts County 3 and Middlesbrough won 4-3 on penalties which is pretty cool isn't it um, Kevin Nolan I'm quite fascinated by Scott because he came across not as the sharpest tool in the shed but he's done quite well in there hasn't he he has. He got them to playoff semi-finals last season. Yeah, they were kind of rocking uh, it, weren't they? Yeah, they got absolutely battered in the second leg by Coventry, who evidently did beat Exeter in the final. Um, he's done a pretty much decent job there. A pretty much, I think they're one of the favourites to be tipped for League Two to go up, along with Exeter and MK Don. So you might see them flying a bit high later on in the season. Um, now, I always think when you play under Sam Allardyce, you probably pick up a few things. And after watching Notts County play Swindon last season, you do see a little bit of long ball tactics for them. But they do also play some good football. But also, if you did share a house with Andy Carroll, you are a bit mental. Furious <laughs> nodding there by Jesse. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, guess what? There was also Nottingham Forest won very one. Uh, and Nottingham Forest won 10 9 on penalties. Wow. <laughs> I hate penalties. I really do. You know, sometimes you have no idea, yeah. Because um, this year it goes straight to pen, so there's no extra time. And do they do the yeah. ABBA Why? They don't do the ABBA, the ABBA penalties no more. I think it just cuts out Mama extra Mia, time. Scott, why not? No, no mass, no mass. Um, yeah, I think because teams lower down in the leagues they play 46 league games a season yeah. and then they have this competition then they have the FA Cup Johnson's, check a trade. trade Johnson's paint trophy uh, and God knows what else so I think they're sort of trying to give them a little bit of time off don't, don't get me started on the check a trade trophy you could be here all night no we won't you should come on with Colin and Ross one time and you can yeah you can shout to your heart's content about <laughs> yeah. the check trade trophy um, when you when you get Chelsea under 23s in your group and, and they've got eight internationals playing and a guy who played for Real Batiste a couple of years ago, yeah, no, no, not for me. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, the European Super Cup then also happened well, well, yesterday. Real Madrid 2, Atletico Madrid 4. Uh, Diego Costa opened the scoring with a wonderful goal after about 46 seconds. Uh, it was 47, don't exaggerate. 47, sorry. Um, round, round it up. Yeah, um, yeah. There, I think there was a lot of interesting... There were a lot of interesting things about this game. First of all, um, Keylor Navas was in goal. Uh, meaning Courtois. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Courtois had both a goatee and a warm-up jersey on. I don't know which of those things was more shocking. Well, I was um, watching that thinking Courtois isn't having a very good game, so obviously it was Navas that wasn't having a good game. It was Navas, and this is Killer Navas who just said he was gonna, he wanted to die at, at Madrid. So, um, you know, I think this, this was a game that he really needed to play well and really needed to win. But um, Simeone had been banished for, I don't remember what, Shout why... You don't want, to don't, mess, don't want to mess with his assistant manager. He could probably kill you with a stare. How fun is his assistant? Yeah. I'm not I sure, so I'll put your eye out. Did yeah. you see Marcelo? I mean, Come and Marcelo. Yeah. So fun. I loved his assistant. He looks like a mountain man. I'm not being funny, um, but if you've got Diego Simeone being sent off and he's the replacement guy, he's no less scary, is he, than Diego He's Simeone. actually the second replacement. So Diego Simeone and his, replace, and his assistant... Um, had been banished to the stands and the camera just kept flashing to them pacing and and you know doing all kinds of Simeoneisms. Um so Josema Jimenez um, did not start um, Costa scored that first goal rather quick equalizer I think in the 27th minute um, and then um, there was a bunch of back and back and before uh, Atletico just just really took it in hand, um, and and not the bunch, not only pass now was defense that was just like nowhere to go. But but my takes awaysies takesies awaysies were both that Diego Costa is annoyingly good, but also has learned nothing because for about thirty seven minutes was playing on a yellow card for screaming in the ref's face and then seemed absolutely determined to get another one for shouting at the fourth official and tugging on a jersey and saying the P word to a bunch of players. And, like, somebody should have probably, Godin should have, like, grabbed him by the scuff of the neck and shaken him a little like a baby puppy and said, you have a yellow card. What the F are you doing? Yes? No? Someone? No, you're right. And almost killing Sergio Ramos. And, um, yeah, but like, Costa versus Ramos, I feel like, is pretty even. Apparently right? they're really good friends off the pitch. Yeah, they are. Yeah, because if somebody's going to be friends with Costa, it's going to be Ramos and vice versa. Oh, they probably what? go out and, like, chew on rawhides together. <laughs> <laughs> we need to see what or they're, like, peace-loving, and they just, like, saute tofu and, like, pet baby bunnies. And they just save it for the pitch. Yeah. Can we talk about Ramos' first goal? Because the, the sort of the long ball over the top, and he sort of chested it down, turned his player, uh, took a touch, and absolutely hammered it. This is where I thought Courtois was in goal, because I thought the keeper could have done better, because he sort of yeah. crouched down at his near post, didn't he, a little bit? And I know Justin says near post makes no difference, but he was... Hi, Justin, we miss you. Yeah, we do. Uh, he sort of crouched down a bit and let it go over the top of him, didn't he? Yeah, can I also have a bit of a go, which I always do, at two things. One is, like, FIFA just put out a statement on what is or isn't a handball in the box like everybody needs it refs need it do it 
qualify that. And also... That was a handball, though. Yes, but but it was a handball in this game, and it's not going to be a handball when Argentina play in their next World Cup qualifier. Because Why did you pick Argentina the, randomly? I don't know, just yeah. arbitrarily. Because <laughs> they leave it up to the discretion of the rest. But the other thing is, these stutter steps on a penalty are getting so ridiculous. Like, that penalty yesterday, he stopped twice. It's, it just is. It's getting... Just, you gotta run. Take a run. If stopping is illegal, then stopping is illegal. And I don't care what kind of weird pachanga dance you're doing. You can't stop. Was it Pogba-esque? Or Zaza-esque? It was like Neymar and Pogba had a penalty baby. Penalty <laughs> baby? Oh, yeah. God. Um... Lopetegui, can we talk a little bit about him? Because obviously, I don't imagine he's too popular with the Spanish public over what he did in Spain. He's lost his first game, the sort of first competitive game. Um, he's the first Real Madrid manager to concede four in his first game since 1948. Um, so, if he doesn't get off to a great start, he could be, I mean, you know how sort of trigger-happy Real Madrid are with their managers, he could have shot himself massively in the foot earlier on this summer, couldn't he, if he gets fired from Madrid? Um, do you think he's just like the David Moyes anyway? Like, don't they, are they going to use him as like a palate cleanser? Maybe. But he was, I mean, he's no sort of chump. He was the national team manager of Spain, wasn't he? Did he not lose a game in Spain in like 20 odd competitive games? Did he not? I think, no, I think he's a great manager. I think he yeah. has the, I think he has the credentials, but I don't know if he has the, you know, they're, they're going from Zidane, who has, like, the name recognition and the superstardom and the presence. Hmm. I don't know. I just think he might have sort of burnt his bridges a lot, meaning that if it doesn't work out at Madrid, no one's really going to shed a tear for him. And people can think he's a bit of a weasel for what he did. And, and, well, wasn't and that their fault, too? I mean, that was Madrid's fault for approaching him. Yeah, but there's ways and means of going about it, isn't there? I think he was quite—he was quite proactive in the way he spoke to Madrid, isn't he? He could have said, "Let's leave it a couple of weeks." Yeah, yeah I think. Or waited. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But all waited. Uh, all waited till after the World Cup could have been mm. a lot easier. Yeah, I agree. I think he should have done that, but I also think Madrid is equally culpable. Oh, yeah, they are. I mean. But he had, I think, a, a duty for. It could be. I think it could be seen if you were a bit of a disgruntled Spain fan that he put his career before the Spanish national Country. team. Yeah. yeah. And you'd be yeah. quite happy for a piece of Schadenfreude, at, uh, especially at Real Madrid, if you're not a Real Madrid fan. Yes. Um, okay. MLS. Let's talk a little bit about the MLS. There's a few games this week. Uh, LA Galaxy two, Colorado Rapids two, uh, LAFC two. Rousseau like now. DC United 4 Portland 1 yesterday with the Wayne Rooney free kick, but Wayne Rooney also earlier this week as DC United beat Orlando 3 2. Jess, Jesse's got a hand up. Get your hand up, Jesse. I'm um, just checking. <laughs> no! <laughs> Why would I put my hand up if I'm on the party? No, if you wanted to go. Oh no, yeah. Um, who scored for LAFC? Was it Matter? <laughs> No, he's a galaxy. No, he plays for LA Galaxy. Carlos Vela? Oh, you guys. Diego Rossi, the 20-year-old Uruguayan superstar who's one of their top scorers. Good, I'm glad you both know that. Anyway, carry on. 
Diego Rossi. Remember his name. He's going to be really, really, Rossi. really good. Didn't, um, didn't a certain ex-Chelsea left-back score for Galaxy? Ashley Cole? Didn't mm-hmm. I saw... Some, I think he scored... I, I was reading someone's timeline, and he said that um, Ashley Cole scored for Galaxy. And I was like, is there a midweek round action? Then I saw Rooney's free kick, and I was like, yeah, there is. That was a yeah, free kick, wasn't it? Yeah. I think but, somebody tweeted that... Um, the MLS right now is League point five, like it's a bit under League One right now. It's just where like yeah. old Premier League players go to. I was going to spell D I E. You guys are not two year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Some of our listeners maybe. Um, it's nice because obviously he's been pillaring over here in the Premier League because he's not been the player he was for quite some time. So it's nice to see him go and do well somewhere mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Um, particularly that tackle the other day. But can I also say that how it went to VAR and the guy kicked out on the Orlando player behind the referee's back was quite comical. (laughs) (laughs) And it it still went to VAR, but that was a hell of an assist for the goal. And um, the guy who scored it was like the smallest player on the pitch. Like five foot three. Yeah. Uh, Watching that, can I ask you guys, like, do you think about having VAR in all leagues all leagues that can afford it yes yeah no like do you do you wish that all leagues could afford it yeah i do i I think you do i've been quite pro it for some time well me and you chris we watched Serie A, so and it was introduced last year and at first it was about a 30-70 miss but as the season went on it was pretty good and like referees would, get, would literally go to it for the littlest things at first and get things quite wrong I remember watching a few games earlier in the season and you clearly see it was a penalty and, and nothing was given but as the season go on they would just go to it and then for 30 seconds and then make the right decision after seeing it but I think it works well mm. I think what you would see with it, it, you would see a glut of people using it at the start and maybe a few errors at the start. Um, but you know, it takes time for it to settle down. And I think it worked pretty well at the World Cup. Yeah. Um, I can only remember it being used in the World Cup final in the knockout stages. I can't remember being used any other time than that. It needed the group stages for people to get used to it, and it, and it worked from there, I think. Um, well, speaking of the United States, anyone seen La Liga's? Announcement. They're yes. going to play a 39th game in the United States. This is part of a 15-year deal, right? Scott, you're exhaling. I'm assuming. I think both. You're... I think both of us are. Uh, two of us are exhaling. Are we? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, <laughs> it's not a good. It's I... not a good idea. <clears throat> I... Tell me why, because I'm not entirely against it. Um, <clears throat> I think they should do it for the Super Cup and not for La Liga. I've, I've seen something that the players are very much against it. They don't want to travel certain amount of miles during the actually in the earlier part of the season after like maybe a World Cup or a Euros, and then the pre-season tours which they have, and they got to go even more further to to the United States just to play one game and then fly back. Just do it for the Super Copa. They did it this year for the Super Copa. They they go to Morocco and play mm. that on Sunday night, which thing in Latvia. Was it Latvia? Or? Estonia. Estonia. Well, they, they, where, wherever they play, and they played it once, and it seems it seemed to work. I and mean, I think it was only a one leg this time in the Super Copper. And um, those who 
a kind of program, or those are a bit unsure. Um, the world is a global game now, uh, and it doesn't matter if you're if you're a fan of Real Madrid in Madrid or a fan of Real Madrid in Los Angeles. You're a fan of Real Madrid if you get up in the middle of the night to watch your team because of the time difference. If you buy the merchandise from the club shop website, um, then you're buying into the team as much as many fans do. There's probably a load of Real Madrid fans in Spain that have never been to a Real Madrid game, um, but you know they they still watch this the game on TV and they still buy the club merchandise there. There's a lot of Spanish speakers in the United States. We've got one here. Um, and I should imagine that if you go to the West Coast, there's an awful lot there as well. I think, would I, am I right in assuming Spanish is the second most spoken language in the United States? Yes, and I will... Sorry, are you... I don't want to interrupt. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to suggest that there's a lot of Spanish speakers in the United States. I might be just being a bit sort of lumping everybody in together and the fact that they are Spanish speakers therefore they would like to watch Real Madrid or Barcelona or a Spanish team but I'm guessing that that is the case am I right or what you going to say um so I, that is is I have a a bunch of I don't think you're surprised that I have a lot of opinions about this <laughs> um but one of my one of my thoughts is that um the the US has not put much thoughtfulness into um, how they've dealt with fan culture um, surrounding the MLS and and football. So, yes, um, Spanish is the, if not the second, if not the first language here, definitely the second. And most of that comes from Central America. Um, And I, you know, from New York, but I, I lived in LA for a few years. And most of the transmissions for MLS are not offered in Spanish. Um, when the South American teams and Central American teams actually get to come here, um, tickets are like outrageous, like prohibitively expensive. Um, and so I think that they would do better bringing in Mexican teams. <laughs> like people want to watch Mexican teams. Um, if, if they brought up Peñarol, I would like be so I don't even have language I'd be so excited to get to see Peñarol here and not have to go down to to Uruguay to see them um there's a much bigger market to see our own home teams here than to see than to have to pay like three to four hundred dollars which is what the tickets go for yeah to see Yeah. yeah than to see Real Madrid and also that like this was part of the issue when we were talking about having World Cup here. Like the player, there, you're not only dealing with like the um, distance here. It's six hours from New York to LA alone, but it's three hours of time difference. So you're forcing the players to travel really enormous distances, and then also suffer through jet lag. And like, I, you know, I do not want Luis Suarez to have to go through that. I want to wrap him in bubble wrap because the fucking World Cup qualifiers are coming and I need my player healthy. You know, so, he's way out of it. I will not say the word that I want to tell you. <laughs> but, like, just to play one La Liga match, mm. I, I don't want to put him through that. Like, please, don't make him come here. Make him stay there and be healthy so that he can then fly the ridiculous flight to South America and play in a World Cup qualifier that means more. Um, that's just my opinion. Okay. That's many opinions of mine. 
didn't they have these this problems with the Copper America a couple of years ago in America? Yes, in America? We, yes. With the ticket prices, the half-empty stadiums, yeah, uh, the ridiculous travel t- schedule, yeah. and, and the they, television rights. Like yeah, the and television rights as well, and also with the International Champions Trophy Cup thing, they've been marauding through. Uh, pre-season, which I think a Man United game had like 18,000 fans in San Jose. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I mean, I, when Tottenham, and I've never seen Tottenham play in the States, because, like, I wanted to take my father for his birthday, and it would have been $600 for both of us. Like, Jeez. I basically get paid in diapers and band-aids. I can't do it. <laughs> um, so, it's nuts. Like, it's it's pretty crazy. So, I... You know, so so not only are they not supporting our own um, league that we have here, but like it annoys me that on top of that, like we also have a a, a women's league um, that they're basically condemning to fail because there's no trans- there's no public transportation to, and they never show them really on on television. And whenever these teams come. Um, those the the women's leagues get, get sort of like shoved into it's what you were saying about the NFL right like they get shoved out of like ah you can't play on that time so like play in the heat of like at 3 p.m. in Dallas when it's like 105 degrees. George John Aldridge in uh, 105 degrees in the World Cup '94 Scott. Yes, I do. There may have been a, a four-letter swear word shouted <laughs> out a, a few times. Um, I've been in the Dallas heat at, at 3 p.m. In summertime, it's it's yeah. You can't yeah. imagine playing football in that weather. It's Last ridiculous. year, one of the women went into heat stroke. Like she yeah. she went to the hospital with, with heat stroke. Is 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 um, the TV like here in the UK? Like Sky monopolised the kickoff times. Do they do that in the states as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the opening game in the Premier League season, actually, sorry, the the Saturday game. I felt sorry for Tottenham fans because going up to Newcastle for a half past twelve kickoff is not fun at all yeah for us it was 7 30 <laughs> in the morning and i woke up <laughs> um other news uh future rankings are out <gasps> they are yeah guess who's where? i don't care where am i yeah where's scotland scott hang on a france <laughs> first belgium second brazil third croatia fourth uruguay fifth wait a second what we're under brazil yeah I have to call someone about that. Yeah. <laughs> England the sixth. Scotland. Right, are you being serious? Oh, USA the twenty second. Wait a second. You guys should be above us. I hate saying that, but you should. Uh, oh, Scotland the fortieth. It's not too bad. It's they are behind. Go on, better than being. A hundred. If ish. Wait. Where's Russia? Yeah. Russia. 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 Yeah, individual teams while I have Scotland down isn't overly helpful. Um, you could you could waste time by asking Scott some um, helpful information about his life. We don't know his favorite color yet. Red. Or if he has a pet. Swindon red, isn't it? Scott yeah. Jack Monroe. His favorite color is red. Okay. Who is the worst team in the FIFA rankings? It's usually San Marino, the um, Andorra, or American Samoa. Uh, no, it's Tonga. Oh really? Oh. That's more. That's more rugby territory. It is Tonga. I most certainly did. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Bahamas, and then Guinea, Somalia, 
etc 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 right okay um what other okay got? first how is somalia they're like they have other shit to deal with right now yeah <laughs> which means how bad must anguilla bahamas and tonga be <laughs> uh right i'm just scrolling up would you brought her 195th yay there you go oh good for them this where are the favorite. faroe islands yeah uh, kosovo Kosovo. Oh, they're about 44th. I, I follow the Kosovo Twitter account. And they're oh, cool. This, down the bottom is like some sort of James Montague book. Yeah. <laughs> this but, week I'm going to... It is pretty much. He told me once it took him a week to get from Puerto Rico to one of the Pacific Islands he went to. And he told me his journey. And it was just horrific. It was like six days of being in a plane. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what did you say, Jesse? Faroe Islands. Faroe Islands. Of course, about 141st. Sorry, I knew how to fall. Oh. Faroe Islands. I don't know. I don't lose the will to look. To be honest. <laughs> Would you mind if I stopped? I would not mind. Uh, <laughs> I think Palestine is still higher than Israel. Oh no, Israel overtaken Palestine. No? They, they were ahead for a few months. Palestine. You know, they oh, do God. have one. At some point, they. Well, they have one team that plays together. They're not listed though. Together, like they have a team that plays together. It's Christian, Muslims, and Jews. Oh, okay. They're just not, oh, okay. So they're not right. into one. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, bit of racism news. I, yes, I mean, obviously, we've Does, been waiting. Does it involve <laughs> Wilfred Saha or Raheem Sterling? No, it doesn't. It involves Tony Cruz and Luton Town. Oh, not, I mean, not two words that have been put together before. We already had a. Wait a second, though, because Manuel Neuer told me there is no racism on the German yeah. team. Well, Tony Cruz has said that news of, um, well, Ozil's claims of retirement over racism are quote-unquote nonsense. Well, now that's three of his teammates that have claimed that, so F them. So, I mean, if a load of white guys come out and tell you there's no racism, then... Right? Must be true. Uh, Luton Town, Scott. Um, their CEO Gary Sweet has asked club fans not to stop uh, uh, not to stop no he definitely has asked them to stop <laughs> sorry I'll read that again for libel reasons Luton Town CEO Gary Sweet has asked club fans to stop singing in support of uh, local hero Tommy Robinson oh, what were they singing? well they were singing in support of him while he was are you aware of Tommy Robinson? no do I want to be? Uh, Google, Google him after we're finished here You'll get the picture. He's basically, yeah, he's basically a very nasty piece of work. He's been in prison for contempt of court, I think, uh, and was recently released. Uh, he's not a very nice man at all. Um, what else have we had? Uh, it's the Spanish pronunciation, Juan Gampier trophy. Am I right? <laughs> that giggle from Jesse suggests I'm not. Uh, which was Barcelona 3, Boca Juniors nil goes from uh, Malcolm. Uh, who, um, I'm sort of where are you saying in your presence there, Scott? Was he played in the middle? <laughs> where? No, he was Sorry. on the left of what? He, he scored his goal and then did very little else apart from give the ball away. So you'll be pleased to hear that. Um, Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet with her. Uh, Lena Messi with a rather nifty lift over the keeper and Rafinha scored. Um, did you see about Messi that he passed? Lena Messi has now won the most. Um, Titles with Barcelona, he he passed Iniesta. Oh, yeah. Did, did you two see Iniesta's goal? Was yes. it yesterday? Yes. 
Woof. This is the one where he's assisted by Podolski, was it? Uh, well, that was that was last week. Oh, yeah, he's, he's surpassed, is he? I think he, yeah. he he hit a rocket of a shot into the top corner. Lo- really? Lovely, lovely little finish. Did you guys also see the Santi Casorla? Um, yes. yes. I, I don't know what like <laughs> magic show. Yes. It's like it's like somebody said, "Oh, I once went to a, a magic show where they pulled a rabbit out of a hat." And then they were like, oh, well, watch this. Is <laughs> Siegfried and Roy still out? Uh, uh, maybe they called him in. <laughs> we're going to pull Sandy Casorla out of dry ice. Uh, okay, other couple of bits of news. Peter Cech has been responding to club banter accounts, hasn't he, Scott? Is there a worse thing in Twitter than club banter accounts with Roma's English account being the obvious exception? Oh, they're, they're, they're top. Anything else is... No, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get reported in um, the Daily Mail online or something like that. That uh, what happened was Peter Cech done a horrific back pass, which nearly went into his own net and went out for a, a corner. And then Bayer Leverkusen's English based uh, tweeted a video of Bert Leno, who's now at Arsenal, uh, playing it out from the back very casually and company leading to a Bayer Leverkusen attack. And, that went a bit viral when Petrachek done something about their honesty. So was it tweeted out about their honesty? I think you wrote, like professionalism. professionalism. Yeah. 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 Banter. Yeah. <laughs> I did like Roma's one this week when um, Stephen and Zonzi was undergoing his medical, and they said something about this time we're going to keep him or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they tweeted a, a, the the video of him joining because they had one for Malcolm. He goes, "Ah, oh, we can release this one now." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Babe Station, Scott. Tell us all about Babe Station. <sighs> Do I yeah, have to? Yeah, Scott. Tell us all about it. Some two of us, of us just learned about it. <laughs> two of us know the story. One of us don't. Uh, Bristol Rovers. Uh, were they can playing you, can you just explain Babe Station for anyone that doesn't <laughs> understand? It's a adult-based TV channel where people uh, can call in to talk to women on the phone. And how is that women dressed? <laughs> but, uh, why only, why only women? Huh? Why only women? Well, no straight man is going to ring up a load of blokes, is he? Why? And what about gay men? Not what about women? Women. No, women, right. can ring, women can ring up women. So why? What if? What if gay men and women want to call? I don't know if there's channels that cater for that. To be honest, I'm. It's not really that sort of thing that means Scott would look at. Mm, okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm guessing you. Scott. Um, so yes, I mean, but Scott, we don't judge. Is the is the yes, point? Though we don't judge. There we should judge. be. There may well be. We just haven't found. Also, As are a... these women okay? Like, why are they there? What well, brought them to this place? I think they're. They... I, I think they're quite hot because they're not wearing many clothes, are they? They must have the heating on too much. Bills pay bills. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh-huh. what happened uh, this Bruce... week? Was it Bristol Rose are playing Accrington Stanley? Was that, was that correct? And uh, during the half time, some Bristol Rovers fan played a bit of prank and uh, put Babe Station on in the, the club uh, in one of the bars on every single TV and then <laughs> off the projector as well. He got a universal remote control, which I didn't know. Remote control, yeah. Did you know about it? 
I think only one. I think whoever like is behind the bar in like your community, like the clubs of, of football, have them. So you must have gone round and nabbed it and put it on <laughs> every single one. Jesse's making that sort of face with thin lips that my wife's no, makes. No, I'm making any face. This just is my face. It's the face that I have. It's what, uh, what a face it is too. <laughs> Shall we talk about some leagues? Yes. Okay. Uh, no football in the Bundesliga because they get an extra couple of weeks off. Um, Spain this week start with Barcelona versus. Do they get an extra couple of weeks off to deal with racism, or are they just like? There's no racism. What, I think that's what they're doing. Manuel Neuer is busily telling everyone there's no racism. <laughs> Say no to right. racism. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Barcelona kick off against Alaves. Uh, Real Madrid kick off with that Cristiano Ronaldo uh, against Latafe. And rather sexy, Valencia play a Pesca Madrid, which is pretty cool. Uh, in France, which is back on BT Sport, Scott. Chris, Chris, where can we watch La Liga in the UK? Uh, Eleven Sports, I would imagine. Yeah, 11 sports. There's a new era for La Liga and Serie A. But, have you heard the Galaxo podcast this week? Yes. And you hear the 11 sportsman on there saying that they've not ruled out selling the TV programmes back to BT Sports? Yeah. Yeah, I think either... Yeah, but either BT or Sky might pick up, which is... which could be very big for Serie A fans who... and La Liga fans who were a bit miffed when they heard the news during the summer. Mm, Definitely. I still want it back on Channel 4, just for <laughs> my childhood. My childhood. You want it with Paul Elliott and Peter Bradley and yeah, <laughs> no, James mind. James Richardson in a in a Roman calf. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so it's back on BT Sport for the next three years. Is yeah. um, uh, is Ligue 1, uh, and this week you get to see Rennes versus Lyon, uh, Nîmes versus Marseille, and Guignol versus PSG. Now, I heard a stat this week. Um, Gianluigi Buffon when he made his debut some 23 years ago uh, made it against Milan and playing for the Milan team that day was one George Weyer uh, and Gianluigi Buffon made his PSG debut last weekend and in the same team as him was Timothy Weyer the son of George yeah George Weyer yeah how cool is that and he scored yeah oh, did he score excellent yeah, yeah. brilliant did Neymar score Jesse I don't care did Cavani score <laughs> Cavani was in, is still still oh, injured. From how long is he out for? I don't know, but how long does that is that supposed to take a calf strain? Uh, Somebody get a medical expert on. When he kicked that, when he sort of he didn't seem to wince as he kicked the ball, did he? I'm very, very upset. Do we have a a, a calf expert on Man on the Post? Can we get Tell one? <laughs> a more tumbleweed, I'm afraid. Yeah. And Serie A starts this weekend, doesn't it, Scott? It does indeed. Uh, though not for uh, Sampdoria or uh, yeah. Genoa, unfortunately, for the important yeah. events that happened yeah. in Genoa this week. Of course. Um, only the games have been postponed. I think some people call it for a uh, greater postponement. Fiorentina uh, asked for their game to be postponed as well. Yeah, I was one of them. You can't call off two games and not call call it off for a week. Yeah, it's, it's, they should have just uh, postponed all games this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sassuolo versus Inter, uh, Torino versus Roma. How are you feeling about this, this season, Scott? Uh, confident. I think top three is gettable again. Um, I, I think there's more teams pushing for the top of Serie A this season. Um, both Milan clubs have done well buying, um, especially Inter Milan. 
oh my god they've bought so brilliant this this summer look forward to Lotaro Martinez in um, for Inter this season he's been doing brilliantly for Racing Club in Argentina Raja Nangalam which hurts which hurts <laughs> even more that hurts more than Pjanic leaving a couple of years ago oh, yeah uh, yeah Pjanic uh, not a big fan of him that was like a snake move but Nangalam he fell out with I think he fell out with probably the manager and he got suspended for one game for um, releasing an Instagram video uh, on New Year's um, him under the influence which is not the brightest idea don't do it. Is that? I think that's why he got kicked off the Belgium squad as well. Him and uh, Bobby Martinez don't don't get on well. But um, good Thomas, job. Didier Deschamps hasn't got um, Instagram when it comes to Serge Aurier. Is it that bad? Uh, you know about that, don't you? Well, no, it was on Periscope. Periscope, yeah, that was yeah. long, long. Does Pagetino yeah. have it? <laughs> <laughs> you can send it to. Him. Uh, but all, of this, all I'm going to say is, sorry, top six race is going to be quite good this season in Serie A. Uh, do you think the... Uh, I mean, Juventus getting Ronaldo, is that sort of done and dusted the title already? Um, I think I think so. I think they might get two trophies this season. I think they want Champions League as well. And I think that marquee signing and getting Leo Bonucci back mm. and getting Higuain off the books to suffice the deal for Ronaldo... I think that could push the boat out for Juventus with the Champions League. Okay. Uh, well, you can see Juventus on 11 Sports, who are streaming on Facebook this week as they are away to the Flying Donkeys at Kiev. Yeah, can I also say about that, about when we were talking about ticket prices, yeah. I think normally for Kiev it's about 15, 20 euros. It's in uh, the oh, stadium's yeah. not the best. It's I think they're looking at prices of like 85 to 100 euros just for Juventus coming to town. Oh. That's not um, and finally, I put this on because you wanted to talk about the kit. Um, and I know Ross wants to, don't you, Ross? Oh. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> Palmer versus Udinese. Uh, oh. White Water's seen all three kits, and she likes the blue one. That's the away kit, isn't it? I think they've There's all sold out. Kits, they? It's their two away kits. There's a, the, they're all lovely, and I want all three of them, and I want them now. Yeah, <laughs> you, should, you should Google. Yeah. Have you seen any of these? The Palmer kit? Yeah. No, I'm just. I don't know if you guys have seen the the new Denmark goalkeeper kits, which look like a rainbow, like a five year old girl designed them. They look beautiful. The Palmer kits are um, beautiful things. No, I'm gonna look um, them up. <laughs> wow, Chris, what a nice kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, right. Um, I did write down some games in Holland, but it, it's just like anagrams and letters and acronyms and, and james isn't here to help us. yeah where's james <laughs> also you can see that also you can see eredivisie on 11 sports as well oh not on sky anymore no 11 sports have got it really yeah what's the point of having sky sports anymore because really I mean, I mean i'm not bothered about premier league football because there's always match of the day to watch it for. yeah so basically Sky Sky Football now is the uh, the, the channel and I've got it on in the background so they've got Carabao Cup Football League MLS Scottish League the Euro- European Nations tournament which is kicking off soon and um, I think yeah. that's it and that's it MLS we, that's I said amazing. MLS I was trying yeah. to watch MLS yesterday and they didn't even show I couldn't even watch the Toronto match yeah they don't they didn't show any of the big games on Sky at all they just but, show like, 
it's my own country and I couldn't yeah. even watch it. <laughs> don't don't FC Toronto stream their games on YouTube? Do they? Yeah, I think I saw that maybe last year. And um, do you guys, you can't watch um, South American games, can you? No. We did, We used to. Brazilian football was on BT. Yeah. I've been asking for years for someone to pick up Argentinian football. But I no one I has. Think, yeah. I think Premier Sports sometimes show the Libertadores, but again, that's yeah. a paid channel. Years and years ago, Channel 5. Do you not get Gold TV? No. no. Years and years ago, Channel 5 used to show highlights of um, MLS and Argentinian um, football as well. But that was at like yeah. four in the morning, wasn't it? Yeah, four in the morning. If you're coming in from a night out, you can stick that on. Yeah. Exactly. Or if you're a baby waking up really yeah. early. On a Friday morning. Yeah. Uh, right, should we talk about the Premier League? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I say again with a bit more enthusiasm. Should we talk about the Premier League? Yay. <laughs> uh, okay, Chelsea versus Arsenal was the BT Sport game on Saturday, Scott. Um, the William Gallas derby. Uh, how are they going to bounce back, Arsenal, after last week's defeat? You think, or will they bounce back? Or I, they they're going to start Lucas Torreira. Yeah, they need to start LT, one of my favourite players from last season in Serie A. He's, he's too good. I, I love to see a battle between Jorginho and Lucas Torreira. That has to happen on Saturday afternoon. Um, I think Arsenal might struggle. Um, if Sari can get his Sari ball working with Chelsea like he did with Napoli, uh, it might be a bit tough. Um, but I've seen some Arsenal fans, maybe one in particular who's maybe well known in the UK and in the US, who loves yeah. Kevin Peterson way too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> May uh, didn't did he start calling Unai Emery to be sanked after one game, which is Wait, just stupid. Is he friend this fan that you're speaking of is he friends with Trump? Uh, I would say so. There was a portrait of them both floating around social media, and I think yeah. someone did a mock-up of it as well. Yeah. 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 I I think um, Arsenal might be bottom of the table over the weekend. I think I played cricket against that moment. Did you? Yeah. In 1992, I played a little mini tournament, and the team from the Sunday Mirror showed up, or the Daily Mirror showed up. And being a cricket in the years, I'm kind of assuming that he was in there. I know I definitely played against Tony at the same tournament. I definitely played against Tony Hadley from Spandau Ballet. Why didn't you hit him with a bat? Yeah, don't don't your age. <laughs> yeah. your age. I was 15, and I didn't really know much better than that, unfortunately. Why didn't you bowl him with Beamer? I'd love to. <laughs> if I know that now, yeah. I definitely would. Do. Yeah, I'd get all Simon Jones on his ass. Yeah, <laughs> um, a bit of sledging. Yeah, uh, I did put in here Arsenal Fan TV because I couldn't resist a little watch of that afterwards. Do you know what? I watched a bit of their pre-season stuff. I yeah. don't know why. I when I go when like, probably like most of YouTube do and most people in the world do. You go on YouTube, you do a bit of scrolling, and you binge watch stuff. Mm. I mainly watch dog videos and stuff like that. But then I found myself watching Arsenal Fan TV. Is that <laughs> dog the canine or dog the bounty hunter? Dog the canine. Okay. Wouldn't it be yeah. so fun if they had puppies reenacting Arsenal fan TV? Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, more sense. Yeah, they should get Wenger <laughs> on it to chart get oh. Emery out. <laughs> um, Arsenal haven't won at the Bridge in seven years, uh, and if Olivia Giroud scores, he'll be the second player in the Premier League era to score for both teams since. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Gallas? No, I'll give you a clue, he's still playing. What league? Premier League. Oh, no. Says oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, him. There you go. Here's a quirky stat for you. This is the 52nd Premier League meeting between the two teams. Arsenal won 54% of the first 26, and Chelsea won 54% of the last 26. Wow, Chris, that is such an amazing stat. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was pretty cool. That's, that is pretty cool. You <laughs> start. Um... Cardiff versus Newcastle. This is the 12.30 kickoff on Sky, the Michael Chopper derby. Um, Newcastle have won uh, their last 10 of them <coughs> versus Cardiff, but this is Rafa versus Warnock, isn't it? Oh, God. What are you yawning for? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's I, in the evening. What are you yawning for? I had so many small children today, and, and one of them was very, very teething. And... Is it the summer holidays? Yeah. Yeah. Is it the summer holidays? That? Yeah, camp. Oh, camp. camp. Oh. Oh, can I can I say? Do you guys think that Neil Warnock could be the first manager sacked in the Premier League this season, and to be replaced by Sam Allardyce? Oh, can we not story. have him back, <laughs> please? I can't. I was trying to say. I was trying to think to myself, like, who's the one out of like Alan and Tony and Sam? Who would who would who do we not want back if we had to have all three of them? Out of all three of them. So that's Pardew. Pulis is at Middlesbrough and I think he'll be there for a little bit. I would not want Pardew back of all those. No, really? Pardew, no. He's just an arrogant so-and-so. I nearly swore there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually heard a, a podcast about Pardew. Yeah, that, that, he puts him in a different light. He's just an arrogant prick. Yeah. Okay. I just can't, like, can we stop recycling them? Yeah. Just get find somebody new. Find someone from the championship or league one. There's some good managers in both those. Yeah, get outside or like bring in a fucking woman, not a fucking woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tired. Look, I painted baby's feet. Oh. Very cute. I know. Um. So you painted them Cardiff blue. Seems we're talking about. Yeah. Versus. Uh, Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock's had some words to say about Rafa before, hasn't he, in the past, in his autobiography. What did he say? Do you remember when Sheffield United got relegated in 2007 and it was oh, Robert yes. Neil Warnock? He basically accused yes. Rafa of playing a weakened team against somebody else. Shock. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the season when Tevez and, Ma- yeah. Yeah, Tevez and Mascarano, yeah, Corinthians, yeah. Exactly. Um, I... I think Newcastle might pull this one off, I think. Same, I agree. They look decent on Saturday. I know there's a bit of an uproar at Newcastle because Ashley's not spending money and wants to... Has he bought House of Fraser yet or something yeah. like that? So most of his money's going to House of Fraser, not Newcastle United signing players. But they look pretty decent against Tottenham and could have nabbed a draw at the end if Kennedy's first touch was decent and did not hit a post or a crossbar. Well, I... Um... I've been playing football manager this last week for Newcastle and I managed to get them uh, winning the League Cup with a forward line of Vinicius Junior, Vincent Abubakar and Miguel Hinnades and Lucas Torreira in midfield with John Joe Shelby oh my God. <laughs> and Javier Pastore. Oh, Javier Pastore. That's not a bad team. Oh, happy retirement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Everton versus Southampton and James Beasley, Jarvie, Jesse, Phil Jagielka is banned. 
after his swing just tackle last week in the Wolves player and people were sort of umming and ahhing whether it was a red card or not? Yeah, I don't think it was. Really? I think it definitely was. Do you? Yeah, he sort of, he was above the angle with his outstretched stuff. I'd be unhappy if that was against me. If I was on the receiving end of that tackle mm. and it was only yellow, I'd be unhappy. I mean, I guess but, my two thoughts are, is anybody going to miss Phil Jagielka? Sorry. <laughs> oh, they're going to really Gary Mead, aren't they? <laughs> but also, um, I don't know, it was, uh, I mean, I guess considering the position on the field, but it was, it was just late, perhaps. Um, it was one foot, just more clumsy than intentional. I don't even know, I mean, I don't know. Scott, what do you think? Mistimed. It was about two weeks late. It's a heavy, a heavy first touch, but um, if it, what I normally say about those challenges, and I've seen it in the past, is if a Wolves player did that to an Everton player, what would the reaction be? It would be the same. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think when I, mean, I watched it a few times, I, I, you know what? I'm not like outraged. I could see why, but I could also have seen it being a yellow. Okay. How do you think this one's going to go, guys? I, I'm sure Sackham's going to get ready to get this season and I can't see them winning here. I can see an Everton home win. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm with, with a couple because he's now in my FPL dream team. It's like benched <laughs> him last week stupidly. <laughs> I will never learn. <laughs> um, next thing is Leicester City versus Wolves. This is the Steve Ball versus Steve Walsh always fighting. Do you remember, do you remember this, Scott? Uh, I, I don't remember the, the games, but I remember two, both those players. They never liked I remember, I remember Steve Walsh, Leicester. Swindon and Leicester have a, a lovely rivalry. 93 playoff playoff final. final. Yeah. 93 playoff final. <laughs> which we could tell Jesse off air. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise we'd be spending quite some time on it. Yes. <laughs> Steve Walsh and Steve Ball didn't particularly like each other. One played for each team, and they uh, were pretty much ruling most games. It's also the Steve Corica derby as well. Can I um, say that a really great podcast would be that, like both of you reenact or not reenacting, but like telling that story? <laughs> I want that, Ross. Please, thank you. We could maybe do that. Uh, yeah. This is the first Premier League meeting of these teams since 2004. In October of that season, Wolves were three 0 down at half time, so that's on one four three. Oh wow! Um, and Ruben Neves, his last seven goals in the league have all been outside of the box. I've got him in my dream team, Scott. I haven't. I've got Gundogan. Yeah, I've got Gundogan. Have you? I couldn't. I couldn't afford Neves. Silly boy. I know. You need to find a way of affording. The great thing is, well, Mo Salah is a midfielder this year. I know, and I was. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think Don't this one's tease gonna go, me. Don't I know. Sorry. How do you think this one's going to go? Well, if Le- Leicester lose, doesn't Pure get the sack? That's the story that's been going so on. And could, say, yeah. and could be replaced by Thierry Henry. Yeah. Really? Do we really see that? I don't know. I can see a draw, but I'm also going to say James Madison is very, 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 very good at football. He played really well last week, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah, he did. Yeah. Ben Chilwell as well had a game last week at left back again. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, So did um, Ricardo Pereira. Yes. Yes, he did. Uh, Okay. Next, we're going to. Bombay Stadium. The Scott Parker derby. Spurs versus Fulham. Spurs have lost two out of 38 at home. Um, 
wherever home is these days. Wherever yeah. home is. Wherever you lay your hat, that's your home. That's Paul Young's. Everett. <laughs> no! Uh, the 18 consecutive home wins versus promoted teams Spurs have got. Nothing could go wrong now, can Jesse? You know, it, everything can go wrong. Shall I everything. Come. No, just... Shall I show you how it can go wrong? Are you going to tell me how it can go wrong? Yeah, I can. 988 minutes, 14 games, 46 shots, zero goals. You know what that is, don't you? Harry He's fine. You know what? I told. I think I told you last week. It, it, the problem is that he buys into it. Yeah. After a while, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, doesn't it? This is, yeah, this is he, Harry Kane in August, this is. He yeah, needs to bring in, like, Maradona's witch doctor or something to, like, you know, pee around his locker and sprinkle goat hairs in his oatmeal or whatever bullshit that crazy thing just to that he can believe into it. It doesn't matter whether he scores or not. It matter, matters whether he plays well. well they it doesn't matter if he gets the goal. It matters if there is a goal. Yes. No, you're right. They could use Maradona's sort of rubber penis, couldn't they? Did you see Maradona got married again? No. no. He said something else. I don't want to know about that, though. I'm pretending that he's very good at pretending. They could use the uh, the stuff he may or may not have been inhaling in the stadium against Nigeria. And everybody else. <laughs> yeah, and everybody else. Yeah. I still remember it's in a 94. <laughs> How do you think it's going to go, then, Jesse? Gee, Chris, I don't know. Excellent analysis that we have you on every week for. Scott, put her out of the misery. Full of away with. No, I'm joking. Tottenham win. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. I don't know. We didn't look all the way comfortable last week. The defense is still like, where are you? I love you scoring goals, Jan Vertonghen, and then tweeting about them, but that's really not your best position up there. Get back where you belong, <laughs> as the song says. <laughs> Is um is Toby gonna be playing anytime soon or is he gone? I, <laughs> Look at the face. I want Toby to come back. Don't say Toby. I don't think you will. I or, really, or, really don't. Or Danny. Danny Rose. I do think Danny Rose is gonna come back yeah. into the lineup. I don't I don't think Toby will. I really don't. Is Danny, Danny Rose that. Is Danny Rose ready to come back in the lineup with his issues he's had recently? Right, I think he will. I don't think he's ready to. I think that's the reason he's not yet. But I think that Toby will not come back. Aww. <laughs> the love, the love affair is over. Aww. It will never be over. <laughs> okay, uh, Liverpool versus Crystal Palace in the Luis Suarez crying his eyes out. Cristambul. What do you want to say? <laughs> it will what? What will it be? I will lose. Oh, so. Nothing can go wrong now. Oh, is what you're saying? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Away Come on, you guys are going to win four-one. This is actually quite a good match <coughs> because this is quite obviously Roy Hodgson disciplines his teams very well. Um, apart from when he was manager of Liverpool, um, and I think they're going to be quite difficult to break down. Tompkins and Sacco in central defence are quite a good partnership as well. Yeah, but I think this is what you do well. You get out early. You play wackadoodle strong up front. Get your three goals in early. Let one back and then get a fourth. And you're done. And then, and then concede two in added time. <laughs> and it's 4-3. My only question is, when are you getting rid of Carriers? 
I was a, uh, what, he was reserve keeper, wasn't he? They said Mindley must be sort of sat on the bench, twiddling his thumbs. Yeah, what are you going to do? You're not you're you're not keeping three keepers. No, I think one of those might go in January. Um, sorry? What you January? Think? I mean, just a long time to keep. You know, Carries is 24. Well, you have to question: Did anybody come in for Carries? It's all, you know, it's all everyone wanted to sell some. You can only sell to a willing buyer. I mean, there are a lot of modeling agencies out there, and <laughs> you know, Iceland. Nice. Scandinavia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, West Ham versus Bournemouth for your third hand derby. Six Premier League meetings, two wins each and two draws. Um, the side scoring first have gone on to win twice in this fixture. Uh, and Bournemouth's 12 goals versus West Ham is a Premier League best for them. So, uh, but this is West Ham's first game at home. They spent all that money in the summer and they sort of fell flat a bit last week at Anfield with the quality. Um, what do we think is going to happen? <laughs> what do we think is going to happen this week? I like they to start laughing in the background. They, yeah, I did. What's going to go? Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, they need to win and send the the fans home happy because if they won't, they're going to get on their back. You know, West Ham are a bit fickle. West Ham fans are like Arsenal fans are a bit fickle. And after also, as you said, Chris, they spent a boatload of money on a, quite a lot of players I think anyone who plays football manager would be absolutely delighted of how much they spend on players um, they just need to win just to, need to win get the, the first win of the season on the board and start from there Jesse? I think they need to but I don't think they will I really? Ooh. Yeah, I think it's going to be a draw or a Bournemouth win? I think Bournemouth is going to take it you I know you do every year and every year that, right, and that's the problem is yeah. that every year they're like one of those teams that you're always like oh you guys mm. oh okay and they just like sneak in when you don't expect them to do well and they get all those like whenever the other side needs it they take it their lead two equivalent Scott is Yeovil every time I watch the Gold Rush or whatever it is now on Quest Yeovil are always losing 1-0 at home and that's what I feel Bournemouth are. Every time I watch a match of the day, Bournemouth seem to lose, yet somehow they end up in about 15th place, same as Yeovil. But they always grab what everybody else needs, you know? Yeah. Like, whenever we needed a win, we always lost to them. It's just so fucking annoying. <laughs> also, Bournemouth have spent, didn't they, they spent £25 million on a, a midfielder, yeah. a Colombian midfielder from Levante. Colombian, you say? I think, is it Colombian or Venezuelan? One, either or. We're all the same, you guys. We're all the same. Colombian. Chris, just keep showing us pictures of arepas. It's fine. A food? How do you say that? It's a food. No. <laughs> Taliana Vargas. How do you say that in Spanish accent? I, 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 was, I was saying arepas, which I was trying to get you off the hook. Keep going. Taliana Vargas. How do you say that? That's how you say it. Keep going. Okay. Fairly Watford. Uh, Watford zero away wins in 2018. This is last the match of the day, isn't it? Yes, definitely. <laughs> like, match, like my United Leicester was last week. Oh, let's move on then. Huddersfield yeah. uh, away at Manchester. Do you remember Scott 1988? I was one, so no, not not really. Uh, <laughs> no. I thought 1988 was the year, but it was Manchester City ten. Huddersfield yes. one. Yes, I do remember that because I remember their manager coming out afterwards and saying their keeper actually made quite a few good saves <laughs> so it could have been 13 or 14 <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> this was nil nil in may there wasn't it this was Manchester yeah. City desperately pushing for the 100 points 
Huddersfield trying to get sort of Premier League survival, they managed a nil-nil draw. I think it was the only time City drew a blank at home last season. And also, didn't Huddersfield uh, draw away at Chelsea a couple of days later to gain survival? Yes. With another backs against the wall bollocks performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying not literally ten men to let behind the ball. Exactly. With Manchester City are going to have to achieve this monumental feat without Kevin De Bruyne, aren't they? I think they'll be okay. Bernardo Silva will probably come into the central and we had my eyes at all sunny will go out wide. It, it's no big problem. Yeah. Jesse? They've already won. I mean, they've won the league already. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, last but by no means least, Brighton versus Manchester United in the Frank Stapleton derby. Um, I've written here which Manchester United will turn up. Yep, totally agree with that. Jekyll or Hyde. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's been problems this week. I didn't even hear these quotes from Paul Pogba last week. Did you hear the ones where he said if he'd said what he wanted to say after the Leicester City game, he would mm. be fine? I didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah. Um, that shows that all isn't well in the camp. There's a great big obvious power play going on between Mourinho and Woodward, Mourinho and Pogba. And yeah, but he Mourinho had said that even beforehand. Don't blame the tea lady. She is doing hard work. <laughs> um, he had even said that before. It was, was it last, two weeks ago? Really? Yeah, where where people thought that he was going to get transferred. Okay. At least yeah. Barcelona offered not very much money. That's right. what I heard. Right. Yeah. Um, but there was a possibility that, you know, he was going to take it just to not play with Mino anymore. Mm. Um, he wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I don't know why they're keeping Mourinho if Pogba and probably others are the one happy. Mm. Well, is he in the last year of his contract? I think no, but I imagine He's in year three. Yeah, yeah. Which is when things tend to implode. Maybe they're waiting for implosion. Maybe that's good for them. I don't know. So, sacked by Christmas? If it goes completely tits up? I hope it does. If it goes Chelsea 15-16 season. Yes. Yeah, yeah. God. It's gone, it's gone I hope Christmas. it does, and I hope they bring in Eva Carnero to, to manage. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. Um, Brighton, how do you think Brighton are going to get on in this game? On a Sunday, Brighton are unbeaten in four games, whereas Manchester United have lost four out of five. This game is being played on a Sunday, I'm not just saying that. On a Sunday, it's yeah. on Sky, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Brighton won 1 0 last season, pretty much. Uh, yeah, right at the end of the season. Uh, my One of my neighbours is a, a massive Brighton fan, and I think he's going to go to the game. Um, my friend sh- is oh. going. Tell him to oh. look for Andy. Just shout Andy. And my <laughs> my neighbour's called Andy as well. <gasps> they should be friends, Scott. <laughs> Maybe the same person. Could be. Andy Holmes? Do you know Andy Holmes? Uh, no, no, sorry. It's not Andy Holmes. Sorry. Andy's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so is my Andy. <laughs> Maybe all Andy's are. Yeah, all Andy's are, yeah. I know an Andy's uh, really nice as well. Oh! We've just made a thing. All Andy's are great. And probably all, all Andy's are Brighton fans. Statistically. I don't know who this one supports. You should find out. Better not be QPR. No, I think oh. it's an Australian <laughs> or something. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Romelu Lukaku has scored against 17 Premier League clubs the only Premier League clubs he's not scored against are Brighton, Wolves and Cardiff how many of those is he going to score against by the end of the season we make it all, all, all three all yeah. three yeah. that's what I think 
Okay, um, so I've got a final prediction for you guys, Brighton, Manchester United. 2-1 Man United. Yeah, I think so too, Jesse. Is it what we what we want to happen or what we think will happen? Well, what we want, probably a million nil to Brighton, but what we think might happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm just going to go with what I want to happen. Okay. Um, so, I'll go 2-1 Brighton. Okay. This has got dreary, spawny buffers written all over it. Yeah. Eighty-eighth <laughs> Pogba or Alexis Sanchez late winner. I think so. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. Okay, right, uh, that brings us to the end of our predictions. That brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Has anyone got any AOB other than Scott's trivia? That needs trivia? to give us trivia. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, also I want to talk about a goal in Argentina, which me and Chris were talking about on social media last week, which okay. was, oh my God, wonderful. <laughs> okay, uh, let me find this trivia. I have it saved on my iPod. You're a Swindon fan. I know Swindon means pig on the hill or something, doesn't it? Yeah, there's also a pub in Swindon uh, called Pig on the Hill. There you go. Uh, the origin story of that. Why does it have to be Argentine? Okay, I've got my 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 fact. Even though most people think croissants are from France, they're not. They actually are from Austria. Oh. What good trip. Thank you very much. <laughs> much better than... What was this goal? I've forgotten this goal. Uh, the, the, the Tigre knee volley oh, top corner. Yes. Oh, yes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it? Oh, I've got to find it first. Bear with me. Uh, I tell you what, I'll start rounding up the admin at the end, and you sort of tell us at the end. So yeah, uh, we are Man of the Post. You can follow us at Man of the Post on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, we have got a Facebook page you can like as well. So please, everyone, jump on there and give us a like. Uh, you can rate and reviews on iTunes and all reviews are great to receive if they're lovely nice spangly reviews um, if you listen to us via iTunes uh, you can uh, you can subscribe and you automatically land into your inbox if you have a, a something called Android you can uh, download Podcast Republic or Acast and give us a follow in there and again they'll automatically land in your inbox um, we've got all sorts of shows coming up for you on Man on the Post these, this coming season so if you do subscribe, you may have heard the In My Life series with Ross and Andy from the other day. Um, and there's also been Pieces of Me, which is where you pick your favourite 11 players as long as they're retired. Uh, Ali and Brian had a go at that the other day. Um, and I think that we've got a new partner this year called New Efforts, haven't we, Jesse? We do. Okay. And we're recording our first <coughs> podcast on Sunday. On Sunday. Mm. So tell us a bit about New Efforts then. Unusual Efforts was started a few years ago by Kirsten Schlevitz and Sonia Corimicio, um for non-men to um, write and um, uh, contribute art on all kinds of football-related things, so the intersection of sports and politics and culture and beards. There have been a lot of, of articles on beards and football. Um, yeah. And... So we're um, starting a podcast with you guys, and our first one on Sunday, people are already asking us um, questions on, I think, the Men on the Post Twitter page and the Unusual Efforts Twitter page. So what's, the well. new, what's the Unusual Efforts Twitter page? At Unusual Efforts. Okay, fair enough. Um, Jesse, if they want to follow you, can I do that on Twitter? And ask me about the Baltics. Um, ask me about the Baltics. At, <laughs> yes, at Jesse Loesch. 
Scott, if they want to give you a kick in the Baltics, how do they ask you? <laughs> wow. Uh, at Scott underscore Munro. Okay, uh, and you can follow me at CHGM77 and uh, Scott, the found this goal. Yes, uh, so it's Lucas Minozzi, Tigre versus San Lorenzo. It's a beaut. Matt Letizia-esque, 94, Southampton. Me, for control on the fly, the volley, top corner, pot bang lovely. It is well worth checking out. This is, it is. So, yes. Okay, guys, thank you ever so much for joining us. Thank you. Pleasure. Brilliant. And always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>